interesting. It is. I was just like, oh, oh no, no, no. Good evening, everyone. This is Dee Dee Banks at the table, and I thank God for all of you that are here with me listening to my podcast. This is a very exciting uh, evening slash afternoon. I don't know where you are, but as I had mentioned before, that I am talking to the Generation Z, the the young people who was born between 1995 and 2015 and what their struggles are. Their stories are very, very interesting, and I run into so many that tell me stories that I've never heard before. I don't, I don't hear much about it, and so when I talk to them and they tell me this, their stories, it just inspires me for, to, to bring it out and for more people to know more about it like myself. I'm a baby boomer, and then we got the millennials, and then so we just don't know. We This generation is the most diverse generation. They've been exposed to so much, and um, I just want us to hear their story and allow them to be able to ex- express themselves so that we will learn more about them and know how to embrace them. So right now, I am sitting uh, at uh, my brother's home, and uh, he has guests here. His family is here. And his extended family is here, and we were sitting around talking, and so I decided that I want to just start this podcast right here and right now and talk to Destiny, who is 14, and Julia, who is 20. Then I have a millennial who is 31, and so she has something to say, too. But I'm going to start with Destiny, and um, hi, Destiny. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Good. I just thank you for wanting to even be on the podcast today because your story will open the eyes and the hearts of people that have no idea about what you're going through or they know about it but won't talk about it. So I want to start with, tell me a little bit about yourself, uh, where you're from and uh, where you were raised. I'll start with that first. Um, I'm from Utah. I was raised in Woods Cross, Davis County, Bountiful, some of Rose Park, and yeah. Okay, so since you've been, you were raised in Utah, so tell me, what is it that has inspired you since you are uh, Generation Z? What is it in your life that has inspired you and motivate motivated you to be the young lady that you are? Uh, I've seen the way that I've heard of the ways that my parents have lived and my grandparents and their parents and I learned from all their mistakes to not make those so that I will live how they have to live Okay. or how they had to live. So your family story has inspired you to be the best that you can be. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Good. So how are you doing in school? Um, I'm doing okay. Okay. I'm getting there. Okay, so what grade are you? I'm in eighth grade. So you're in eighth grade, so that puts you in junior high school. So being in junior high school, um, is there anything in junior high school that's inspiring, that that inspires you about being in junior high school? (sighs) Not really. Mm. What's your surroundings like in high school? What are your... What are your peers like? Um, 
hanging around them. What it, what is it like in junior high school right now? Fake. People okay. act, don't act the way they are like around you. Like, so like you could be with the whole group of friends and they'll act different. And then when you're by yourself, they'll act like a new, whole new person. So uh, people aren't being truthful about who they are. That's uh -huh. what you're saying. Okay, do you have many girlfriends? Uh, yeah, I have a few. You do have a few? You have girlfriends that you can trust? I have one out of those few. One, one friend. Okay, so tell me, what's going on uh, with you and your friends? And what is it that is negative that you see? in your within your peers that you are seeing uh right now that that bothers you um you know that upsets you and and you'd like to see better or tell me a little bit about what's going on with your peers they act grown okay explain they act like they're like they act how they should act like if they were in like high school like they talk about like sex and drugs and like stuff they shouldn't be talking about okay is your are your peers are they using drugs and are they having sex um one of them is maybe two of them okay two of them are okay are you being pressured by boys to have sex your um, peers are they me. not you per not, se not me uh, what about your peers they don't really talk about it but they like talk, like they joke around about it a lot. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. They probably are like pressured into it, peer pressured into it. But mm -hmm. I don't know. Do you have a lot of competition with uh, amongst girls? Do you guys fight? Do you guys have beef with one another? Uh, you guys all get along. You're I'm talking yeah. about women, young ladies that you don't even know. How is it? You know, you have your set of friends, but how is it with other people that you really don't know? Do you guys have beef with one another, or you guys you are all on like, one accord? When you have multiple group of friends, and, like, they're all different in their own ways, people will judge you for who you hang out with and be say that you're just like them. And so they just won't like you, and they'll talk crap on you. And then you're like, you don't even know who I am. Like, and then it's just, it gets annoying and big fight, and it's all for no reason. Okay. Do you hang out with family, mostly family, or do you have do you hang out with friends a lot? I hang out with my family a lot. Okay, you're with family a lot. Okay, good. All right, so um, let me see what I want to ask you. Um, is that it for you? Like, basically, at 14, this is basically your life. It sounds pretty normal. So do you have a lot of bullying going on, or, or what about social media for the age 14? What's going on? Uh, I will. I could post pictures, and older guys could older guys could text me, and like I know, like I look older than I am, but like at the same time, they shouldn't just be texting random girls, and like just starting conversation because you don't know how old they are. Like you can catch a case, like it's not their fault, but it is at the same time. So older older men are chasing young girls uh -huh. your age on social media. Yes. Okay, a lot of it. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of older girls are with older guys. Okay. Are are the girls dating any of these guys, or uh, are they talking yes. to them? They're talking to them, and they they'll lie about their age to them. Mm -hmm. But I just won't say anything. I'll just let them do their own thing. And get I see. Okay. Okay, well, that's about that's about what's going on, too. Social media, 
men chasing young girls on social media and girls meeting up with these guys and they just don't want to be with somebody that is acts like a child they want to be with somebody who's matured and older and acts grown the men yeah they the girls want to be with them. oh oh the young ladies want to be with older guys because yes. they're more mature yep. okay yeah where the boys girls are more mature than boys so they they want to be with someone a little older that got money and have a little money maybe Sometimes or it doesn't matter. It's just the knowledge. It's just the knowledge of like the words they say. Uh huh. Make you feel beautiful and special. I'm like a teenager mm -hmm. and being stupid with his friends. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Well, Jesse, is there anything else that you want to talk about that you want to share? Like maybe something that. You know what's going on, but someone else is afraid to talk about it, and you wanted to share that with us? Uh, no. Is that about it? Yeah. Okay. All righty. Now we're going to move on to Julia. Julia is 20 years old. Thank you, Julia, for wanting to, to talk today um, about what's going on in your generation. And it's very interesting. Before I opened up the podcast, you brought up some very, very good things that I want you to uh, share with us uh, what we were talking about. So tell me, where are you from? And I'm from Salt Lake City, Utah. Okay, so you're from Salt Lake. Okay. And so uh, were you born in Salt Lake? Yes, I was. Okay, so tell me a little bit about your life. You are out of school. You're 20, so you're out of school. Yes. Tell me um, what has gone on in your life that has influenced you and um, has caused you to, like something positive, who has helped you be the woman that you are today? I think losing a child. Because when I was 17 years old, I got pregnant. And I lost my son because he had a very... extreme deformity and I guess only one in 33,000 babies get it and they only see two cases a year and it's when his organs and his stomach and his body are growing outside of his body mm. and then his pelvic bone and his waist were at a 90 degree angle but like above his torso he was fine and I didn't find out till I was 17 weeks and I was supposed to go find out the gender and it was right before Christmas and they asked me if I wanted a blood test to see if there was any genetic deformities and I was like, I always said no because they've asked me that question before, like, a lot. But, like, that time I was like, yeah, like, I'll go get a, I'll, I'll take a blood test. And uh, so they ran blood tests. And the next day my doctor told me that my blood came back as um, my baby has, like, spina bifida. Mm. 
and like that really upset me but like I was like no but like I'll still keep my baby because like that's my baby like you can fix that like like I will still love my baby no matter what and so she recommended me to a genetic counselor and they took further like ultrasounds and like the nurse at the ultrasound like was talking to the other doctor and they were kind of whispering in the corner and like she was saying that like what she saw like didn't look normal and so I was like well like what do you mean it doesn't look normal and she was like well you could see here that like his organs and his like bodily functions were outside of his body and he was just deformed from the waist down and I was like well you can fix that can't you like you like you can do some type of surgery to fix that and they said no because like any like case that they've seen of what he had no baby has ever like lived through so I was 17 weeks and I was supposed to find out the gender, and I did, and I found out he was a boy. So he passed. Uh, um, yeah, they gave me the choice to get induced or have an abortion. Okay. And I got induced mm. when I was 20 weeks. Mm. And he was alive up until they cut the umbilical cord. Mm. And, yeah. So, Julia, when that happened to you... You said, now, so the question was, was that an inspiration for you? Yes. Okay, and tell me about that, what, that experience that you went through, what was it that, about that situation, because most people will say that's a devastation, so what was it that inspired you uh, to go through something so traumatic? What was, what's the inspiration? What, in, what inspired you? What did it do? What's the inspiration? Explain to me what, what that is, uh. What did you get out of that? My son. Yeah, so, okay, so he inspired you to just having your baby, and he was, the, you know, having him and going through that, just having a son that inspired yeah. you to. And, like, a lot of people I ask me, like, do you have any kids? And, like, I say yes, because... I do have a son and like he blesses me every day like he I always feel him around and he okay is my guardian angel mm, I see okay I see the I see what you mean now I just wanted to get get clarity on on when you yeah. say inspired you because some people are still devastated behind something such I'm a definitely huge devastated. loss and but it's an inspiration it keeps you happy knowing that you you had a son yeah okay now um where is was the father uh, in your life of the baby? Uh, I was married to him at the time, but um, he was very mentally and verbally abusive. Okay. And he was also um, eight years older than me. Oh, okay. So how old were you when you got married? 17. Okay, you got married at 17. Okay, and he was abusive. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. So that happened in your life. So 17 is very young to yes. uh, go through motherhood. You lost a baby and then to have a abusive relationship. Okay. So where are you now in your life? Tell me what's going on with you now. You're 20. So um, what's going on, uh, Julia? Uh, uh, what, what your, tell me about your peers. Tell me about what you're seeing in, in America and what you're seeing in your state and in your city. What is it that you and your peers are going through right now? What's happening with you guys? I'd say there's a big drug epidemic. Okay. And like kids like I've seen, like that I like I grew up with in like elementary or junior high or high school, like they're on drugs and it's like they're totally different people. And I don't know, it's kinda sad. Like a lot of drugs? A lot, a lot of, drugs. of drug users? Before twenty one? Yeah. Like just a lot of drugs. Yes. How long have you been seeing a lot of drug use? Since I was like thirteen years old. Since you was thirteen, you've seen yeah. a lot of drugs. Wow. So in the schools, yes. drugs in the schools. So let me ask you, what is, so drugs in the schools at 13. Mm -hmm. You know, I hear a lot about this. Drugs have been around for a very long time. So tell me, what is causing so many people in your generation right now to be on drugs? What is it? The music, social media. Tell me about the music. Let's start with that. The music glorifies, romanticizes drugs and money, and they don't really take a look at what it's doing to the listeners to, behind the music, because this is like children, like, you know, like, from like, prepubescent to... Like, your early 20s, like... Mm. Okay. So the music is... Mess the messages that are in the music is not positive. No. Okay. And you said the music and what else did you say? It was the music and you said something else. I'm sorry, I got a short-term memory. You said that. And the drugs. And drugs. Okay, so music and drugs. Tell me about uh, relating to one another. How is it with dating at 20? What's it like? What are the young men like dating in, in at 20? I think I think today in like this day and age like no like their love isn't real anymore because like they glorify having more than one person or like you know like how many people they can have sex with or like it doesn't matter it's all just sexualized and like heartless so how what does that do to a young lady when you when you feel that you know most of the men your age between 20 and well you've got a little range there so I'll say from 20 to 25 and and uh, you know we are raised to want to have a family get married and have a family do you see uh, young girl, you know, girls your age uh, getting married and falling in love and very finding few. Mr. Right. Very few. Very few. 
I feel like a lot of girls are getting pregnant very early mm. and not staying with their baby's dad because it was just like they had thought like they could be unprotected so soon like at so like such a young age that mm -hmm. they think they're in love but like it's not like that hmm what is the school system like uh all of your life have did you how is the school like do they you know coming up do they emphasize on education being education being educated and independent and and getting out in the world and no or or is this environment here more like a worker bee you get a job and you work and then you meet somebody and you get married or you don't get married and tell me about what is that like for you uh living in this this area i think it's it's the, ridiculous. The education system I heard is not very good. Like but... I I learn pointless things that like today in this day and age, like I mean social media can be a good thing and but it can also be a bad thing because I mean I've learned a lot of things from YouTube. Like I'm I look into this like type of stuff that like I know what's going on in the world, you know? Mm hmm I see real world problems that I didn't learn in school. Like I learned so much pointless things in school, but like, like I don't regret, like I'm a dropout. I dropped out in 11th grade. Okay. But I know, I feel like I learned so much more from social media mm. and that's the thing. It's like social media is such like a terrible thing, but it's also a very good thing. Yeah. There's pros and cons with social media. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I I have faith in this new generation because I see very young people like standing up for like certain things. Mm -hmm. And but like a lot of people just are also giving up and like they gave up on like on this generation. But like I think I have a good feeling about this this good. new generation. This state has the highest suicide rate in the United States. Yes. Why are young people killing themselves here in this state? What do you think? What's your impression? I think, well, when I was younger, I was told that I couldn't be friends with my friend anymore because her parents said that she didn't want me to be friends with her because I wasn't Mormon. Okay. And I think this state has a lot of issues. I think... What type of issues do you think that this Everyone this feels like they need to be perfect. Mm. Or they need to do things a certain way. And I feel like the Mormon religion is shoved down our throats. And I feel like either they end up on drugs because their parents are like trying to make them someone that they're not mm. because of the Mormon religion. Mm -hmm. 
And like you see like these people that grew up Mormon, like those are the ones that end up on the drugs the most. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. And so we gotta look at like separating government like the church from state because they the church gets in the way of the state and they don't really go about real issues. And I feel like they're very selfish. I mean, like, I I can't lie, like the Mormon church has done like a lot mm -hmm. for me personally, because when I was at a very low time in my life, they helped me, okay? But there's also a huge variety of people in the Mormon church that are still about their old ways and like having one way of thinking. Mm -hmm. And that is to like get married and you have kids and you like, you can't do certain things that like, you know, so and you're judged for it and mm. like, if like God loves you unconditionally, like why are there so many conditions? Mm -hmm. A lot of judgment here. That's what I see. I see a lot of kids that are depressed uh, because they're the expectation of them are un unattainable. It's yeah. not real, and uh, that's very hard to deal with. Um, keeping up with the Joneses, um, um, just just so much. Um, that is heartbreaking uh, to just know so many children are killing themselves. Um, and I always wanted to know why, but I, I, I understand. So, you know, I'm talking to a lot of people about a lot of young people about their opinion about why would their friend or family member want to kill themselves. Yeah. So that's uh, how you feel. That's your, what you see. Tell me a little bit about, um, we were talking about uh, human trafficking and Utah seems to have more children than anywhere else in the United States. Families, a lot of families and a lot of children. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about what you know uh, about human trafficking uh, here in the state. And Okay, uh, we were discussing um, why is there uh, so much human traffic going on in America and uh there is a percentage of that. Um, I don't know what the percentage of, of a human trafficking in uh, our state, but um, I just want to know uh, what Julia's opinion is about uh, what causes human trafficking in our neighborhoods, uh, in our in our cities, in our state. What is her opinion since the ages are around her age, from the teens to the 20s, um, you know, the human trafficking girls are coming up missing uh, some kind of way. And I want to know where are they meeting these people? Uh, how is this happening? So, Julia, tell me uh, your opinion on what you think is happening to the young girls uh, in our environment today, why are they coming up missing? How is this coming about? Some are saying that they're running away from home. Some are being uh, kidnapped from different areas that they're going. So tell me what your spin is about why these young girls are, are missing. How are they coming up missing? <clears throat> and what do you think? Why? Social media. 
Okay. You feel like they're meet, men are meeting young girls on social media and they're meeting up with them and then they are uh, kidnapping them and uh, putting them in a sex ring. Yeah. Okay. Um, like I feel like so many girls nowadays are so gullible and will see an older guy treating them a certain way and they like it. And so, like, they fall in love with that because, like, they fall in the idea. Like, they fall in love with the idea that an older guy likes them. And so it's easy to take advantage of girls nowadays because they're so trusting. Mm -hmm. And social media, like, really doesn't help because on social media, like, people... Like perceive themselves as people that they're not, mm -hmm. and a lot of people believe whatever they see on the internet. Mm. Yes, tell me about that pizza. I keep forget what the name. Pizza Gate. <laughs> pizza Gate. Tell me a little bit about Pizza Gate. Never heard of that before, but what is that? So um, it's like a big thing. I'm pretty sure it's in Washington D.C. Yes, and um, it's. Like a big pizza place and a pizza place. Yeah, it's a pizza place. A pizza place. Okay. okay. And um, big people in like our government and like you know go there or like and order pizza. So they say, but it's like code words for different young girls or different young children. And it's a sex trafficking ring. And a lot of people really, like, very high up in our government, like, use Pizzagate. Okay, so it's a girl, girls are in this ring, and whatever type of pizza that you you order, that's the code for the kind of girl to be delivered to yes, you? Yes, like, black or white or, like, Asian or, you know, like, just different code names for it. Wow. Yeah. I have never heard that. See, I'm going to look into, I'm going to read, you know, study that. That's very yeah. interesting, Julia. I never realized that uh, there was a pizza gate. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, well, this has been a very, very um, heartwarming um, episode today. And I thank God for for the honesty and the openness uh, these young ladies have shared with me today. Um, I'm very concerned, and I always say it. I said it in my last episode. Uh, our daughters are disappearing. Our daughters are, are being destroyed mentally and physically, and it's our duty to protect our daughters and keep our eyes open at all times about what's going on with them and try to understand uh, what they're going through. Uh, young men too, young men are going through it too and young men are more silent than the young ladies. So hopefully I'll have the opportunity to interview the men too. But a uh, family, we have to be mindful and watchful because the devil is busy in this world and the devil is attacking our young people. And so I'm very passionate 
about protecting our young people. And I hope that you all will come become as passionate as I am about protecting them and knowing what's going on with them. A lot of us don't understand them. So a lot of us are turning our back because on them because of their music they listen to and how they dress, um, how they act. And, you know, we just don't want to be bothered with them because to us it's annoying, but they have a story to tell and they want to share it. And we have to be willing to listen, not just psychiatrists and, and the pastors and, and, and what have you, but we need to, as a community, come together and be mindful of what's going on with our young people. So um, I thank you all for listening. And uh, every time um, I get an opportunity to share stories from our young people, mainly the Generation Z, um, that's who I'm focusing on. And I'll have other episodes about relationship, love and relationships. There's so much about that to talk about, too. We're going to do that, too. Like I said, we're going to talk about real sto- real people, talking about real stories. Um, we're not here to offend anybody, any religion, anyone. We're just allowing people to tell to speak their truth. And that's what I'm about. I'm about truth. Taking the mask off and let's talk about what's really, really, really going on in America. Amen. So I always like to leave with prayer. And um, uh, I just hope that you receive this and uh, love, love everything that you hear. Receive it well and love me as I love you. Amen. So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we just want to thank you, Lord, for this beautiful day and thank you for this opportunity, Lord, to shame the devil, speak the truth and shame the devil because the devil is busy. And we bind that devil right now in the name of Jesus from uh, coming up against our children. Father God, we need you to protect our children, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask that you watch over each and every person that is on this podcast listening today. And we ask that you protect their families and their children in the name of Jesus. Lord, I ask that you touch me, keep me focused and keep me honest and keep me me uh, real and keep the mask off of me as I have these pod, this, these episodes on this podcast sharing different stories that are going on in this world today. Lord, we love you today, and we just praise you today, uh, each and every day. In Jesus' name, amen. Until next time, family.